Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter five, pages 590 through 592. Chapter five, the priest of the mystical temple. In this mystical temple, love performs all sacred duties. Love, the priest, offers all the victims. This love is pure, holy, fiery, heavenly. It flows from the fountain of eternal love. In Leviticus chapter 2, it is commanded to the ancient clergy, whatever sacrifice you offer, you shall season it with salt. That's Leviticus chapter 2, verse 13. Of course, the ancient sacrifices consisted chiefly of flesh. This has no taste without salt, and no preservation is possible. In the law of Christ, whose foreshadowing the ancient law was, it should be said more correctly, whatever sacrifice you offer, you shall season it with love. For, as Peter of Cluny observes, those in the law do not accept any sacrifice without salt, thus showing that no gift is pleasing to him without the covenant of love. This is confirmed by the saying of the Most Holy Father Ambrose, Love alone distinguishes between the sons of God and the sons of the devil. Let them all sign themselves with the sign of the cross. Let them all respond, Amen. Let them enter the churches. Let them fill the walls of the basilicas. The sons of God are distinguished from the sons of the devil by love alone. Therefore, unless the sacrifices of the mystical temple are offered by the love, the priest, they are displeasing to God, and he completely rejects them. For if the intention of our works, whether these works are good or what they call indifferent, is not the best intention, they will scarcely have any merit. That common axiom is not entirely unfounded. Whatever men do, the intention judges them all. Do you jump out of bed and apply yourself at once to various things without an act of good intention and without a heartfelt reflection on God? Believe me, you are not unlike a brute beast. You will have wasted the day unless, perchance, God, who created you from nothing and redeemed you for his glory, accepts what he has ordained to be done well and properly by you. Yet what merit would indifferent works have, which are neither good nor bad, unless you make them good by your good intention. It seems to me that the sacrifices of Cain were faulty by a defect of this good intention. For the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his gifts, but he did not look with favor on Cain and his gifts. Genesis chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. Theodotion translates this passage thus, And the Lord was highly pleased by Abel and his gift sacrifice, but was not pleased by Cain and his sacrifice. Why so? For, as Ambrose says, when Cain was offered 
offering God his gifts, he kept his own being for himself. God did not accept such a portion, but said, Son, offer me your heart. But he kept his heart for himself and offered God the fruits of the earth. The most magnificent God rejected those gifts that were offered, not out of love, but in some other spirit, either from brotherly rivalry or a meaningless and futile ceremony. Love, the priest, was absent when the sacrifice was made. The sacrifice was not accepted. Therefore, whether you are praying or reading or writing or saying good things, meditating, working, eating, drinking, worthily refreshing your spirit, or whatever you do that is virtuous, devout, holy, useful, or praiseworthy, do it all out of the love of God, to the glory of God, in such a way that a particular intention always proceeds what you do, or at least follows close after it. For it is both more fruitful and noble to consecrate oneself and all one has to God, as we have taught, not only in the morning and evening, but also more frequently in the course of the day, especially at the beginning of each action, adding every day at least some general protestation, as it was shown, with the resolve not to think, speak, or act. I do not say only evil things, but those that are vain, prompted by mere curiosity, or are useless, and also to avoid imperfections. For so it will be that our loving and merciful God, considering our sincere will, will sanctify all our works, thoughts, and actions, will preserve us from sins. And if by chance we should fall because of weakness, he will at once lift us up and mercifully pardon the effects of our ignorance, and finally will grant that we love him most perfectly with all our heart, spirit, mind, will, and strength everywhere, always, for all eternity, and that we are united with his divinity in the closest bond of intimate love. In the Old Testament, in the temple in Jerusalem, the priests offered the sacrifices. Who is the priest who offers the sacrifices in our mystical temple? St. Stanislaus reveals that the priest is love. He writes of seasoning or preserving the animal sacrifices in the Old Testament with salt, as prescribed by the scriptures. And he writes that the sacrifice of the new covenant should be seasoned not with salt, but with love. The footnotes state that it was actually St. Augustine, not St. Ambrose, who writes that it is only love which separates us from the followers of the evil one. God will reject any offering from our mystical temple which is not offered by the priest who is love. Our works must have the best of intentions. St. Stanislaus then criticizes Cain in the book of Genesis. His sacrifice was rejected by God because he did not have a good intention in offering the sacrifice. Again, St. Ambrose apparently did not write this interpretation, but Rupert of Deutz in his commentary on the Genesis. 
and he wrote that Cain offered his gifts to God, but he did not offer himself to God. And God was looking for his heart, which he held back. The fruits of the earth, which he offered, he didn't offer out of love, but for some other reason. He wanted to come out ahead of his brother, or he had some other motive in his heart. But love, the priest, did not offer the sacrifice. So St. Stanislaus encourages us to do everything that we do out of love for God. We want to glorify God in all ways. And he tells us that we can consecrate ourselves to God, not only in the morning or in the evening, but throughout the day, before every action, in everything that we do. May we do all things out of love for God. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.